Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery Podcast. Your hosts, Gary Lipsky and Kyle Mitchell, have more than 50 years of combined experience in operations and management, and more than 25 years of real estate investing experience. This show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our Asset Management Friday segment of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle Mitchell, also joined by Gary Lipsky. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook group, Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate. How many times have you thought there has to be a better way while working through endless rent rolls and historicals? Enter Red IQ, who will process and standardize them, generate deep and accurate property insights, and bring you through the final underwriting all in just five minutes. As for underwriting, thanks to Red IQ's new Excel add-in called QuickSync, you can continue using your own model and instantaneously populate it with the data from Red IQ with just the click of a button. Request a demo today at RedIQ.com. All right, today on the show, we have Drew Niffin. Drew, how's it going? Good, how are you, Kyle? Doing very well. Thanks for being on. And if you can start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do. Sure, yeah. I am the president at Nighthawk Equity, and we are a syndication group focused exclusively on buying C-plus and B-class assets that are multifamily assets. So we have about 1,500 units, over 13 different properties throughout the Southeast, and I'm in charge of making sure that everything works. That's my role. Well, thanks for joining us today, Drew. Let's talk about leasing. So are you focused on maximum occupancy, maximum rent, or somewhere in the middle? Like, What's your formulation? Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm not focused either on either of those. It's NOI, right? But then the question is, what within leasing drives that NOI? And for us, it's looking for occupancy that's about 95%. If you're north of that, you probably have rents that are too soft. So I was talking to our asset manager the other day, and I was looking at one of our 168-unit properties. And I was like, hey, we're at 98% occupancy. And he said, that's bad, right? You guys are giving it away. And so when you look at your rent roll at that point in time, you'll see a big gap. You know, in your two bedrooms, it might be from 650 down to 525. And so when we're looking at leasing, we want to be at about 95% occupancy on our properties. So it was interesting to hear your answer because it seems like your property managers are already trained for that number where they, they know ahead of time that's your well, plan. Oh, this is so one layer. So I'm president and our asset manager is on a tactical level. The asset manager is most involved with our property managers. And so the AM is the one that's on the call with them every day, you know, talking about carpet choices and lighting fixtures. And I don't get into that level of minutia, but he has been working really hard in getting them to see the world the way that we do. So that they, yeah, they learn, hey, listen, 98% might be more of a problem than something to pat yourself on the back about. So besides that 95%, what are some other key performance indicators are you focused on for leasing? Yeah, KPIs for leasing, we are looking at conversion ratios and closing ratios. So when I say those two, a closing ratio is for every walk-in tenant that comes into in front of our leasing agent how many of them, what percentage of them end up giving us a signed lease application, right? And that tells you 
the quality of your leasing agent. Is he or she able to get people to want to live in your property? And the second one is your approval ratio, right? So for every 100 of those applications, how many of you do prove? And then that, of course, gets into what are your leasing criteria. But we're looking at those things, right? So we have a property that has some occupancy that's below where we want it to be. And we're looking at those numbers a lot. Like for every 100 people that walk in the door, how many of them put in an application and then move in? And it's a funnel, right? And so we're looking at that, how steep or how narrow is that funnel? And so what numbers are you targeting for your conversion and your closing rates? So closing should be between 35 and 50%. And then your approval ratio should be about 50% from there, right? So let's say you had 100 people walk in the door, if 50% of them applied, and then out of those 50, you get 50% more that got approved, you'd go down to 25, got it. 100 down to 25. What are some of your biggest factors you guys do to maximize your leasing strategy? I think that a big part of that is just the quality of your leasing agent right? So we've had leasing agents. It's a personality thing. Some are really gregarious and friendly and outgoing, and they're going to have a better time selling someone than someone who's more like a by the book sort of disciplinarian, right? And so you got to get the right personality in the right seat. So one thing that we're actually starting to be more proactive about is actually looking for people that are like sales oriented, like find someone that used to sell shoes at Nordstrom's and say, hey, why don't you sell apartment units? Because the skill set is selling. So that's something that we've been looking at doing more and more is getting the right person in that role. And what would you tell yourself three years ago, things that you've learned that, you know, a newbie would kill to have this information as far as knowing how to lease up the best? So in the last three years, I've grown more confident in my skills and more confident in what makes sense and what doesn't. So three years ago, I sort of sat back more and I was just kind of like, well, you're the property manager, whatever you think is best, go do it. And now I, I kind of have a little bit more of a nose for it. I'm really willing to call sort of BS on it. So leasing is the fountainhead of our industry. It is everything flows from it. And if your leasing is great, most everything else will fall into place. If your leasing stinks and you're down to 70% occupancy, 60% occupancy, you could be phenomenal about operations and get the great price on new light fixtures and it doesn't matter. So this is too important of a part of our business to outsource and not be watching carefully. That's that's the one thing that I've learned that you can't be complacent about. I mean, we now do secret shopping of our leasing agents and get scores back on them and how they do it. Do they stand up and shake your hand? Do they try to upsell you? Do they try to close the sale? Those sorts of things we want to see. We want to kind of compare longitudinally over time. Yeah, that, that's gold. That's gold. Kyle, you want to take it away? Let's do it. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz, and we'll start the conversation. All right, Drew, we ask every guest this final question. What is your asset management superpower? Data. More and more, it's data, right? So, and increasingly when you have a portfolio, it's having data that is consistent across the properties, right? So when you have that and you have that data over time, you can see trends and hopefully pivot before the trend gets too negative. So that's something that we're, maybe we're growing more in that superpower than anything else. But if you don't have that, you're, you're kind of flying blind. 
And today, more than ever, you have the ability or you should have the ability to have the data. And so it's a matter of just reading it and making sense of it. So that's what we're driving more and more toward. Yeah, let me ask you one more question. Now that we're going through this COVID-19 stuff, do you take a look at your occupancy maybe a little bit more? And if you're at 100%, that's okay because you want to be more leased up? Or are you still going about this the same way and staying at that 95% number? Yeah, Kyle, you're right. I think we are more defensive than offensive right now. And so I might be happy with simply releasing a tenant rather than pushing rents on that property. It's a little bit based upon how that property, if it's sitting at 70% occupancy, that's a much different story than sitting at 98% right now. But I am, it is a little bit more defense oriented right now than usual. So we have changed the questions we're asking. We're changing the frequency that we're trying to get delinquency information on. We're more aggressive in trying to get that information. But yeah, I think we're a little bit more defensive than offensive on those sorts of things. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right, Drew. Well, thanks for coming on the show and talking to us about leasing. In summary today, I learned a couple things. Uh, 100% does not necessarily mean it's a good sign, right? You want to be in that 95% range so you know you're pushing the rents. Conversion ratios and closing ratios is something that you really focus on. And then the thing that I like is hiring a person with a sales skill set that you need an operations person, maybe a manager to run the property, but you also need someone that has a sales mindset to lease up the property, which I love. So absolutely, if you can tell the listeners a little bit more about where they can find out more about you. Yeah, you can reach out to me at drew at nighthawkequity.com. That's a starts with an N, not a K. And we'd be happy to speak with you. Uh, if you want to learn more about investing with our group, we'd love to help you out with that as well. You can reach out to me there. All right. To all our listeners, thanks for listening in. And if you like this episode, please head over to iTunes and Stitcher and give us a like, subscribe, and a review so we can continue to grow this podcast. And we'll talk to everyone next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Asset Management Mastery Group on Facebook so you can reach Kyle and Gary and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, go to AssetManagementMastery.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Gary and Kyle, sign up on the contact page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.